This Podcast Movement 2022 audio session is brought to you by Supporting Cast, the best way to sell and deliver exclusive podcasts. And special thanks to PM22 Virtual Ticket Presenting Sponsor, Amazon Music. Welcome, everybody, to the Solution Stage presented by Soundstack. Uh, it's great to see everyone in a great crowd here. We have a great session for you guys on Instagram Reels and how to go viral. Um, before I get started, though, I want to give, can, can we please give our sound guys a big shout out here? Can you get a round of applause for those guys? Yeah, they've been working their asses off for two straight days here. There's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes to make this all happen. So they've been doing a great job and, and awesome to see. So, uh, you know, on that note, I'm going to kick it over to our guest, Travis Brown. He's going to tell us all about it. Thank you so much. Thanks, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. You are the, the most handsome and beautiful podcasters, and you're also the most smart podcasters in the room because you realize that there's a big opportunity for you to get more reach, to get more followers, to build a community, to grow your podcast, okay? And so that's why I'm here today, okay? I'm not here because uh, I can share this information because I'm handsome or smart or young or technically savvy. What I'm gonna share with you today is simply a year of testing a year of research to figure out how we can all go viral using short form content. So what I'm gonna share with you today is going to apply to TikTok. It's gonna to apply to YouTube Shorts. And I just wanna say, video is not really the future, video is already here. And you should all be leveraging it because as an opportunity to get organic reach, to not pay for ads, to not, you don't have to do some wacky marketing tactics. You can actually build a community and your personal brand very easily, okay? So I'm super excited. And I wouldn't be here unless I had some results. So when I submitted for this event, I had about 10,000 followers. And since then, I have 6.5 million views. I'm consistently getting 20 plus K views on my videos and I've got about 90,000 followers since I submitted for this speech. So I'm really excited because I want to help you all do the same thing, okay? Without selling your soul, without, without you know, having to dance or do any of the other stuff that you don't want to do, okay? Awesome. So before we do this, I have a disruption. I want to do an experiment with you. If you'll do it with me, it's never been done here at Podcast Movement, but I need your participation. Are you down? Okay. I want to show you how connected you are to that little black rectangle in your pocket, okay? So I want you to take your phone. You probably already have it in your hand. We can't even go to the bathroom without it. I want you to put it in your left hand. All right, you with me? Now I want you to reach up to the sky, to the social media gods. Put it high up in the sky, okay? All right, and this is going to work a little bit different for the people in the back. You're going to go left to right. I want you to reach your hand behind your head. And now I want you to take the phone from the person in front of you. Yeah, you're, you're laughing, but inside, you're freaking out. Don't worry, we have ambulances standing by. There is adrenaline. There is cortisol. Your, your respiratory rate has gone up. Your heart rate's gone up. Who's got my phone? What's on that phone? Does it miss me? Okay. And we are biologically connected to technology now. And the reason for that, and go ahead, give your phones back, because you're not going to listen to anything I say until you get your phone back. So go ahead. We are connected to the phone because of FOMO, because of community, because of information, because of connection, okay? It's all on that phone. 
And the biggest driver of information and FOMO is social media, okay? And as podcasters, we're at a disadvantage because people don't go wake up in the morning and go open up their phone and look at their podcast app. They open up Instagram. They open up TikTok. They open up Twitter and Tinder and all the other things they do. So that's where we want to be. And I wanted to show you that if it's that important to you, if it has a reaction to you, it works for all your listeners and your future listeners in your community, okay? Thanks for doing that with me. That was really fun. I didn't know how that was going to go over. Okay. Before I tell you anything about social media, the big ask, if you want to get somebody off a social media platform, it is a big ask. It is a slot machine that gives you dopamine. It gives you happiness. It is designed to keep you on platforms so they can sell more ads. So if you're going to promote your podcast or anything else, you have to ask yourself, is this worth leaving the platform for? Because it's very difficult to get people off social media. And as podcasters, we want them to go to the app. We want them to go to Spotify. We want them to go to Apple, all the other places to listen to what we have to say. So just remember this, because this is a rule of thumb that's going to apply to everything you say going forward. Oh. All right. Well, we'll start there. Phrases to avoid. I don't know how that got in there. New episode out now. How many people are guilty of saying that? Yes. Episode 66 is live. Check out the pod, right? We're all guilty of this because we don't always know what to say. We don't want to be, you know, promotional. We don't want to be salesy. But you don't want to say these because none of this works. None of this gets people off platform, okay? And I'm going to show you what to say. All right, so here's how you get a million views. This is it right here. All right, you can take a picture of it. This is the recipe. This is what I've been spending the last year of my life researching and putting together for you. We need research, okay? We need high reach topics. We need high performing hooks. And we need to put ourselves in a position for a high chance of success, okay? We need a format. We need to develop our format and test lots of different formats so we can simplify production. And we need consistency. And I hate this word consistency. It is the guru word of all guru words. Consistency, consistency. But we do need to show up with quality and consistency. But most of all, we need to consistently repeat what works. Okay? And you need all three of these. Some of you are doing one. Some of them maybe be doing two. But I guarantee most of you aren't doing all three. Okay? So this is very important. And most of you are guessing. How many people guess? I'm just guessing what to post on. I have no idea, right? You're guessing. And then when something happens that's good, you see it as luck. Oh, that one, that one got 6,000 views. I, don't, I have no idea why. Or if somebody blows up, you think it's a lottery, and they got lucky, right? And you don't analyze what works. And that's okay. I didn't used to either. I'm a creative guy. I think the left side of my brain is completely offline. I just want to be creative. Okay? I don't like research. I don't like spreadsheets. But you need to analyze what works. Here's an action step for you all. Go to your podcast host and find out what your top two episodes are. And go back and listen to them. Go back and see what the topic was. Go back and see who the guest was. And do that again. You're going to get more listens, right? Because you already know what works. But you might keep changing it. Every day you show up to social media, here's my dog. Here's my podcast. Here's some food, right? Because we're guessing, right? And you keep changing it. 
And the secret is to only post what you know works. This is what I found. Only posting what you know works. All right? So, how do we find out what works? You're like, I don't know what works. That's why I'm sitting here with you, dude. Okay? Research. That was the first pillar of how to go viral. All right? Research. So, how do you do research fast? You're going to love this one. You're going to go to TikTok. This guy's like, Instagram? But he's sending me to TikTok. What is, what is going on here? Well, TikTok is a huge search engine. And it actually has a better search functionality than Instagram. So it's where I go first. And you're going to type in your, your keyword. Right here, I've typed in marketing tips. Okay? I like marketing. And then you're going to click that little filter right there. And you're going to filter to the last three months. We want to know what's working now. We don't want to know what's working a year ago. All right? And then we're going to tap most liked. And what that's going to bring up for you is all of the content that is working right now. Instantly. Okay? That's the fastest way to re do research. Alternatively, if you don't like TikTok, you don't have to be on TikTok to do this either. You could just go find your favorite creator and go tap on the Reels tab and look at what's working for them. Okay? Easy research. Or you could go to YouTube, same thing. Type in your phrase and look at the title cards of all the videos that are doing really well. Because if somebody clicked that and watched the video, clearly whatever they said on the front of that title card is working. We want to do what works, okay? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to make up a new thing. And I'm not saying copy people, but we want to have a high chance of success through research. And you want to look for hooks. I'm sure you're sick of hearing about hooks, but it's the first thing we say in our podcast. It's the beginning of our favorite songs. It's the first thing you say in the video, and it's the first thing they say on the screen. Okay, So you can just go to any creator's account and see their best content, what it says, what the first thing they said. It's free. It's really easy to do. Okay, So you want to look for hooks, because if we can't get someone past that first three seconds, it doesn't matter what comes next. right? Very important. Stop introducing yourself. No one cares. Just get right to it, all right? All right, so this is very important. Virality comes from predictability and not creativity. And all the artists in the room are like, oh, man. You can still be creative in your, in your content, but people want an outcome from you, from your podcast, from your social media. And they want to know that every day they show up to spend their valuable time with you, that they're going to get something that they expect. So the guessing and the mixing it up all the time is actually the opposite of what builds massive followings. It's the opposite of what helps you grow. And I know that's tough because I talk to some of you who are like, I'm multi-talented, multi-faceted, multi-interest. I do lots of stuff. And it's hard. It's hard to dial it down. But this is how you get huge growth as opposed to the slow growth you might be experiencing right now, okay? Very hard for me. I do lots of cool stuff that I never get to talk about. But as a creator, you have to have the discipline not to just create anything. It's a curse. You can create anything, but you have to have the discipline not to, okay? This is very important. This took me a long time to learn. All right, and to be predictable, we need to limit the variation. And, you, you know, you're guessing so everything seems random. And when people follow you, they're like, why did I follow this guy again? And they unfollow, or they don't get to your call to action. 
but we have to test things. And I don't know if any of you are actually testing different formats or different hooks in your content, but this is how you find your magical format, your magical hook, okay, is testing. And even in your podcasts, right? I'm sure you're testing different formats and different guests and styles. Go back and look at what's working and do it again, over and over again. So we wanna be testing hooks. We wanna look at the topics people are interested in. We wanna test different structures and maybe even styles. But what we don't wanna do is test them all at once because we're never gonna know what's actually working. So I recommend testing maybe a structure against one hook and seeing which structure works or testing multiple hooks on the same structure, but you can't change everything or else you won't actually get any information that's gonna help you, okay? So, how many people hate making short form video content? Only a couple? You really hate it? Unbelievable, all right. Well, this is the recipe. This is what I've, this is the formula I've found. Uh, simple three steps, okay? You've got your hook, that's the introduction. It is not introducing yourself. It is introducing the concept, the outcome you will be sharing. And this is a maximum of three seconds. It'll only, it'll only take you a couple seconds to say this. Then we're gonna go into our main content. Think of it like a mini podcast, right? And we're gonna tell someone how to do something or share some insight on something, but we don't have to go all the way like we do in our podcast. It's simple, one, two, three, A, B, C, step by step. People want instant gratification. They just wanna know how to do the thing. I find myself on YouTube skipping immediately to two minutes because I know I'm gonna skip over all the stuff that I don't care about where he's gonna show me how to do the thing, okay? Show them how to do the thing. Think of it as a one, two, three, or A, B, C, and then we wanna call to action. If you want more followers, you have to say, follow me for more tips. People need to be led. If you want more podcast listeners, you need to tell them to go to that link in your bio and click the link, and it better go right to your podcast. Please don't make them search. Don't make them work for it, okay? Whatever you want is what you say at the end of the video, okay? That's up to you. All right. So let's talk about hooks. I, I got a bunch of hooks for you. Go ahead, take pictures. These are hooks that work. I've researched them. These are called outcome and FOMO hooks. My favorite, okay? Secret thing for secret websites for broke podcasters. What is it? What is he, what is he gonna tell me? What's the website? I need to know. They'll probably continue to watch, okay? And real quickly, the algorithm isn't a person that's punishing you. It's not a man moving levers. It's not making any decisions about you. It's a very simple process. It says, are people watching this video, yes or no? If it's yes, show it to more people. If it's no, stop showing it to people. It's that simple. It is not, it's a script on a computer, okay? So these kind of hooks make people continue to watch the video, all right? Five things you didn't know about podcast movement. Free coffee. Everywhere, it's the best, right? Five things that feel illegal to know. These are all proven hooks that work on massive levels. So you wanna give people outcomes in your content. And I think most of you, whether you're entertaining or educating, you do have something to say. You don't have to lip sync, you don't have to mime. You actually have something very valuable to share. 
but the beginning part of your video doesn't get people to it. Negative outcome hooks. These are the best. This is, this is, this is the one that blew up for me. Steal this moneymaker. What is it? I want to make money. Steal this moneymaker. Steal my secret weapon. Steal my favorite podcast mic. Stop doing cardio, right? All these things are negative outcome hooks. If you're not doing this, you're not going to get the thing that you want, right? Negative outcome hooks. And reaction hooks. This is where you can have some fun. This is about relatability, all right? Podcasting be like publish crickets. A lot of people will use music. Maybe they'll lip sync to it or use the music to have the lyrics of the song or the emotion of the song transfer the feeling that you get when something happens to you as whatever you are. Life as a podcaster be like, you know, just editing. I'm just editing, okay? So these are all hooks that work. Steal them, use them. Steal my hooks, okay? All right. A lot of people don't like to make short form video content because it takes a long time. So I want to break this down for you. I want to help you make reels five times faster, maybe even 10 times faster. This is the recipe. This is the system. Whoever you meet at this event, if they can tell you they can do something, ask them if they have a system, okay? If they have a system, it will probably work. Systems are everything. So I'm going to give you the system. All right, so here's how we're going to make TikToks, reels, YouTube videos fast. We're going to plan in bullets. We're going to have a good idea of what we're going to say before we turn the camera on. Very important. You don't have to write a script, but you need to have a good idea of what you're going to say. And we're going to speak in single sentences. Anybody try to get the one taker and you do it 10 times so you want to throw your phone out of a window? And then by the time you post this video, you look so angry. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're going to speak in single sentences. I will elaborate on this, but this is going to allow you to not have to memorize anything and it's gonna make editing super fast, okay? And we're gonna do multiple takes, because when we speak in single sentences, sometimes the inflection doesn't match the last thing we said. So we wanna have options when it comes time to editing. And then of course, we're gonna record this as one giant clip. Too many people are making all these clips and then they're importing and they're pulling their hair out. Just make it easy on yourself. Just turn it on, turn, the, turn your phone on, put it in airplane mode, because when grandma calls to check in on you, it's going to stop recording and just record one giant clip. It's going to make your life so much easier. Now, there's a bunch of different types of reels. This, this slide's actually not supposed to be in here, but I cannot recommend enough doing skits and buying wigs. Am Amazon is a great place for props, okay? Have some fun. Be both characters in the story, right? I got this pair of gold pants, and I, I did something called Mr. Fancy Pants. Or, you know, talking about trends. I was a goth girl for a day. It was great. But you have tutorials. You can showcase software. You can showcase your business. You can showcase other creators. You could do a skit. Super fun. Show behind the scenes of your process, your business, the thing that you do that people ask you all the time. How do you do that? Show them, okay? Songwriting. Show them how to write a song. Or show them the, and the scenes of you writing the song. Or insight. Everyone loves insight. Why do people like Tony Robbins? Because you watch this little video and you feel like you could take over the world, right? So give some insight. Whoa. 
This is all out of order. All right, planning and bullets. I'll have to remember to go back to that. Someone remind me. All right. So we're planning bullets. So this is what I would do if I was going to make a reel. Five ways to go viral fast. Start with your hook to find your hook, then work on your format and the types of form that includes. So I have a good idea of what I want to say before I've pressed to record. Okay? I do this for every single video I make. Doesn't take very long. Very helpful. Because I don't, I don't know if I'm able to memorize things anymore. And as we're shooting for the edit, this is how it works. Okay. Five ways to go viral fast. Five ways you could go viral fast. Five ways to go viral fast. Right? Now I have three options for that first line. You're going to want to start with the hook. You should start with a hook. Let's start with a hook. Three options. So all I'm doing is I'm saying the line and stopping, saying it with a new inflection and stopping, and, and I keep going that way. This allows me to mess up. I mess up every single video but it also allows me to have options when it comes time for the editing process. Oh, let me talk about angles. You want to also change angles, okay? We don't want to look like we're being held captive, holding the newspaper, <laughs> scared out of our minds on video, right? So changing angles is something that, you know, it will ruin TV for you. Next TV show you watch, count how many times in one minute they change the angle. They're not doing that because they want to, have fun. They're doing it to keep your attention, to push the story, to be creative. And you don't need multiple cameras or a big system or switchers to do this. You take your phone, you say the line, maybe it's your first line, you do it three times, and then you just move your arm like this. And now I have a completely different background, which then resets your attention. Just like in your podcast, when a new voice is introduced or music is introduced, you're resetting your audience's attention because attention spans are at an all-time low, and we need to keep them. So consider, you can see in this video, one, two, three, four, five, or no, five. So I'm constantly trying to make sure that you're still paying attention. And I'm also using captions because in an event like this, if I want to look at content, it's too loud to hear what you're saying. So if I can follow along with some easy captions, I can still get the message. And you could do that super easy with an app called CapCut. It's totally free. It does it automatically. It's also very helpful for the accessibility of people who may not be able to hear, right? So you want to be inclusive to every person who's looking at that device. So change angles. It makes, for, it makes for your videos very exciting. So now that we have our video, we have one giant clip. We're going to pull it into our video editor. That could be iMovie or CapCut or whatever you have. And we're not even going to watch it to edit this video. All we're going to do is look for the sound waves. And if there's anybody who knows what a sound wave looks like, it's you. So we're just going to look for the sound waves. And then we're going to take whatever the tool is, scissor, blade, cut tool, and we're just going to cut around the audio waves so that we can cut out all the fluff, the in-between parts. Okay? You don't even have to watch it. Just clip, clip, clip. And then it looks something like this, where we can actually just rearrange things, pick our favorite take, and we can edit super fast, right? We don't have to be 
a famous director in order to make your little production, but it's about the system that's going to allow you to do it over and over again. Because unfortunately, consistency is something that we need to provide to our audience to be relevant. Does that seem pretty easy? Does that, does that seem easier than what you've been doing? Hopefully. All right. And again, we want to review what works, okay? So you're going to be testing some things, and they're not going to do well, and that's okay. It's okay. Not every video has to do well, but you want to start to look at what's, what's going on here. What's working? Okay, this one took off. How to make your first 1K. Steal this moneymaker. We want to figure out what is actually doing something because this is the most important part. Once one takes, we want to keep doing it over and over and over again. Okay? My hook that I came up with was, here's a business idea. Do something with it. I wanted to show you that I was going to show you how to make money, and I wanted to encourage you to take action. That came after months of testing, lots of different hooks. But once it took off, the original one went to 2 million. That's all I did after that. Very, it felt very limiting. But then there was an explosion of reach. And that opens up doors for a bigger community, bigger impact, brand deals, more podcast listeners, more business, all the things we want, right? Mainly more impact. So you got to make sure that you keep repeating what works, update your schedule. I don't batch my content. And the reason I don't do that is because you can't react to what starts to work if you do 30 reels in a row and schedule them out. So I do either a day or three days worth of content so that I can react to what's working. Now this is going to create massive momentum for you. Big mo. All right? Big momentum. That's what we want. We want momentum. And that momentum is based off of consistency. Once we have momentum, I know, consistency. This guy won't talk. Stop talking about it. It's the worst word. But we need to continually do what works. And that activates the wave. And the wave on Instagram, you might have seen it with other creators, even TikTok, where one video picks up, and the next video picks up, and the ones behind it pick up. And you really start getting pushed out because you found the thing that people want to consume. You're repeating what works. And there's nothing more exciting than getting three to 5,000 followers a day, organically, without paying, without ads, based on something that you made in your house with your phone. It's exciting, you know? And that's what we're here for. Oh, let me go back here real quick. I'm going to go back to, uh, I do have a gift for all you guys because you're amazing. And I'm not here to sell you anything. Um, I want to show you some formats that actually work for podcasters. You're probably thinking like, well, this is great, but let's rewind the movie. Oh, this is the best part of the presentation. Okay. Here's some formats that convert to listeners, okay? And I'm going to walk you through these so you can use them. And remember, episode out now doesn't work. Check out the pod doesn't work. Okay, so the first one is probably my favorite because biologically, we want to look for faces. When you're born, you look for a mom's face. When you look at the moon, you see a face. People want to see your face, okay? This is called the quick recap. And I'm not big on repurposing content. I don't think that just chopping up one piece of content and spraying it everywhere, praying that people see it is your answer. So you can do this really easily. You're going to take out your phone, and you're going to do a quick recap. I interviewed Mark Cuban, and I asked him what he would do 
If he went broke, how would he take $100 and turn it into a million dollars? And if you want to know every step that he would take, you're not going to want to miss the episode. The link is in my bio. Let's go. Okay? What's in it for them? They're going to learn how to invest money. Now, I know we're not all interviewing Mark Cuban, but you guys got some killers on your podcast, right? And you can do a good recap. Number two... Drone footage. There is something about drone footage that people just love on the internet. And the reason for that is because it's beautiful and it's breathtaking and it's, you know, there's emotion behind it. And I found through my testing that unfortunately audiograms aren't converting anymore. And that's what a lot of podcasters sort of lean towards, you know, because there's a lot of cool apps that'll do it for you. So I recommend you, instead of doing an audiogram, go to pexels.com and they have free HD drone footage. Okay, And you take that clip that you would have used for the audiogram and you bet it with some beautiful drone footage. Okay, And then you put captions over it so when people stop to see what the drone is doing, they're automatically listening to what you have to say. And then finally, the golden nugget. This is my favorite. It's going to be a video of you podcasting. Okay, Now, you don't need to buy a camera. You don't need any extra gear. You have the black rectangle in your pocket. And you're going to set it up. But you want to use the good camera. It's on the back. It's not, the, it's not this one. You want to use the one on the back. That's the good camera. And what you're going to do is you're going to set it up in a way that you are in shot, maybe off angle. The microphone's there. It's very clear that you are a podcaster. Okay, But you're not staring down the camera because that's a little bit off-putting. And all you're going to do is put that phone in airplane mode and record yourself recording your podcast. All right, one big clip. And then as you're editing that podcast, once you find the epic moment, write down the timestamp and clip it out of your video that you've taken and pair it with the audio, put some captions on it, and give a good call to action that's easy to get to that episode. Okay, those are the three that are working right now for the people I coach, my students, my clients, more than anything. But number one is talking to camera. And I avoided talking to camera for so long. That's why I like podcasting. I could hide behind a microphone. But people want to see you. They want to be a part of your world. It's magnetic, OK? So uh, I do have a gift for you. We're going to fly through the rest of the movie. There's more to social media than going viral, OK? There is engagement. There is hashtags, your profile, the way you behave. So I created a fast action book for you. This is not a novel, okay? This is very visual. This is going to help you get to 10,000 followers fast. You can have it for free. All you do is just DM me PM22, and it will be directly in the chat for you. So you can fire it up on your flight home, and by the time you get back, you're going to know more about what's going to help you grow your community, right? It's not just about followers. It's about the right followers. You don't want to go viral for slipping off this stage at Podcast Movement and everybody posts it because that doesn't bring the right person in, right? You want to bring in people for what you want to be known for. And so there's more to it that I don't have time to explain to you, so I put it in this book for you. I hope you grab it. And then we have a little bit of time left. I want to make sure that I was able to answer any questions that you might have after this amazing, arousing, inspirational drone footage that you just watched. We've got a question. 
Is boosting a big no-no? <laughs> no, boosting's not a no-no. Um, I know there's some misconceptions about that if you boost a post, that then they're just going to make you pay for posts. In my opinion, everyone complains about how much data Facebook and Instagram have, but you can actually use that to your advantage by targeting very specific people in very specific locations. For example, right, right now, I'm running a post with around a five-mile radius of this building, okay? Because I know that's where all my people are. Now, I don't believe I'll be punished for that from Instagram, and it doesn't really actually cost that much to do. It's very simple to do. So if you have the budget and you want to invest in yourself, I would only boost a post that, wor that you know is working, and you might have to test to find that out. But it's, I think that's a myth that if you boost a post that you're now in you know, algo jail, because the algorithm just isn't thinking about you. It's not how it works. Good question. Hi, um, this has been so helpful, so thank you. Good. Just a question about the dreaded hashtags and like how to know how many to use and... The magic, you, you want the magic number? Uh-huh. There isn't a magic number, okay? None of the posts that I went viral for had trending audio or special hashtags. You, you want to use hashtags that are relevant to your post, right? And... You can do hashtag research to see what hashtags are performing. What I like to do is choose hashtags that match the video that are between, I don't know, 10 and 100,000 posts. I don't do the ones with the millions because I'll never end up on that explore page. So right now I'll do five because I'm lazy. But I've done them without hashtags and it still works. Hashtags are just one piece of the equation, right? The misnomers that you probably heard are use trending audio. Yes, that helps. That can help you. It's just one element, though. The hashtags are just one element. So don't overthink it. Just make sure it's relevant to you. Thank you so much. My name is Frankie Benz. I host Kink Does Fuck podcast, where we talk about women in their 30s deconditioning our conditioning. Uh, so check it. You just proved my point to my co-executive producer that we need video for season two. Boop. However, I also received other advice to go on Twitch, live podcast, and then post it on YouTube because they have this new podcast video mm -hmm. feature. Is that the best route to go, live and then post? I don't think that there is a best route to go. What you're describing is what I consider distribution, okay? So you're going to end up distributing your content on different platforms, and, and one of them will do better than the rest, which is where you could put more energy. I am unfortunately not a live stream expert. Um, so, you know, I'd check out like Nikki Saunders or somebody who's like really doing that really well for a resource, but you just want to be distributing to where the people are. Now, that's where people get burnt out is they feel like they have to be everywhere. So I would actually challenge you to like go all in on one platform and do it really well as opposed to spreading yourself too thin and getting minimal results across all the platforms. You're going to need a system to be able to do that. But there's no ma I don't have a magic answer for you. Yes, you should live stream. Yes, you should put it on YouTube podcasts. You should distribute your content to find out where your people hang out. Cool? Awesome. Fire away. My question's on frequency of posting, uh, especially as it correlated to when you started out before you grew and then how it's kind of grown to now. Is there a magic number? Is there too much posting? Is there too little posting? What works the best? Sure. Um, your magic number 
is whatever you can keep up with consistently. So I used to post every other day, and now I post about six times a week because that's what I can personally keep up with consistently. But you don't need to post 10 times a day. Yes, every time you post is one more chance, but if we're not posting something we think has a high chance of success, then it's, not, it's really for nothing, right? So whatever you can keep up with long term, and so many podcasters and creators say, I'm going to do a daily podcast, and six weeks later, they're gone, never to be seen again, right? Because they can't keep up with that cadence. So each one of you is going to have your own individual perfect number, which is what you can do without losing your mind, <laughs> okay? And I know it's not a specific number. It's just whatever you can keep up with consistently. Hey, how's it going? Um, so I have a quick question. Uh, how do you go about captions? So are you doing a call to action? Are you recapping what you just said? Like, how do you go about that? So I do, um, in Final Cut Pro, what I do is I make sure that the big points I want you to know are... So I mean the, the captions under the video. So like, what are you putting out as the description? So under it, or is... Oh, captions, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> captions are, you know, I... I don't spend as much time as I should on them. I try to make them like what a show notes would be on a podcast, where I'm basically recapping what you would get in the video. So telling the, tell, them the, tell them the outcome. What I usually do, because I want people to follow, is the first thing you see is follow for more tips. Okay? And because I don't use trending audio, I also change the audio name to follow for more tips, because that shows up on the screen. But in the caption, I'm just going to tell them, this is why you need this. One, two, three. Maybe something funny. Couple hashtags. Gone. Do you read captions? <laughs> just if you have the bullets from your video, something similar to that. I just want to clarify that everything we just saw and heard, you intended for Instagram because some of it started to look and feel like TikTok, and I just want to make sure that it follows the title of this session, which is Instagram. Yeah, so I only do Instagram. I, don't, I only look at TikTok for fun. So what I'm telling you works on Instagram specifically, but the overarching theme here is the short-form video content, I think, is the opportunity for podcasters. So I don't want to exclude people who love TikTok. Go crazy. If you like YouTube and you're doing YouTube shorts, maybe that's where you start. My, my personal success has been through Instagram because I'm old and I'm not cool enough to be on TikTok. Great presentation. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thoughts on personal versus professional Instagram profile? That's a good question. Um, it depends what, you, what your goal is, right? So I have a company called Poddex, which is how I started my Instagram account, to be a business account. And what happened was I turned it into a place where I realized at one point that if I came here to speak to you and they introduced me, welcome to the stage, Poddex. No, I'm Travis. So I should represent myself that way. So my personal choice is to build the brand around my name as opposed to the business. But if the business is more important to you, I would find a creative way to do that. And the business might have more than one employee, more than one character that could potentially create content for it. So it's really up to you of what your goals are. But 
Most people buy from people. They don't buy from logos, right? I know we buy Starbucks because it's Starbucks, but the reality of this is they're buying you, not the business. Hey, Travis. I hey. wanted to know your opinion on deleting content that didn't work. Is it better to keep fails on there so you can be more discoverable? Great question. Never delete any content that didn't work, okay? The first reel that got to 2 million views didn't happen for two weeks later. It didn't do great, but it didn't do poorly. But if I would have deleted it, right, we're testing and analyzing. The content that doesn't work for you is so valuable. It's feedback, real-time feedback from real people. And so if you take the ego out of it, and you're like, hey, when I hit 10,000 followers, I said, I'm going to do whatever I want to do now. And I completely let go of the thought of everything has to do everything, which allowed me to be free to test and have a couple stinkers here and there, right? Never delete it, okay? Okay, does time of day matter? I always wonder like, oh, if I post at nine o'clock, is it gonna go crazy or 8 a.m.? And then my other question is, do you need a cover for Instagram, like to make a cover, whatever so that's called? you don't need a cover. You don't have to have a cover. I like to think of my feed as sort of a library. So if somebody new comes, I want them to be able to sort of index the content and be like, oh, that's of interest to me. Or maybe there's a specific hook that they could see. I want to give them a chance to know what the content is so they can actually click on it, which doesn't take very long. You can make a cover out of the actual video itself. If you have something like a, one of the bubbles on the front, you can just make that the cover. So I think of it like a library of content. So I do covers, but you don't have to. But it is helpful for new people who find your profile. You want to make it look as valuable as possible, okay? Time of day is also a test, okay? So I found that when I post at 3 p.m., for some reason, my content does the best. But that was over testing morning, night, noontime. I like to think about people wake up and look at their phone, and they lay in bed and look at their phone. Those are two good places to start testing. But your audience is gonna consume at different times. Now, Instagram does have insights that will tell you when people are active, but it's just gonna say they're always active because everyone's on their phone. So you'll have to figure out when to post. Now, an alternative answer to that is, I only post when I'm around to interact with the people that comment. We don't wanna post and ghost, we, don't want, we wanna be a part of the community. So I wanna comment back and give love to all the people that are supporting me as well. So I generally don't overthink it. I post when I can show up. Cool? We got one more. One more question. Hello, I have a quick question. Do you feel like explicit content, because we cuss a lot on our podcast, and I feel like sometimes that may stop us. So do you feel like explicit content or things like that kind of fall a little bit when posting? I love swearing. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't swear today. Did I swear? I don't know. Um, be who you are, unapologetically. So if you swear, why would you not swear? Because once they show up to the podcast, they're going to get blasted, right? So I would say your superpower is going to be unapologetically yourself. I have a really nasal voice. It's really annoying. And I just lean into that thing. It's like a horn that I honk, okay? You just have to be yourself unapologetically. That's going to be the best thing for you. Now, obviously, we want to be respectful of children and things like that. So you might want to say, hey, parental advisory or something. But do you, okay? The algorithm doesn't care. It's not thinking about swearing. It's, do, are people watching this video? Yes, show it to more people. No, stop showing it to people. That's the whole game. 
Thank you guys so much. I have so much love for you. Thanks for hanging out with me. Cheers. I hope you have the best show ever.